one thing that you keep bringing up is the consumer versus the producer yep. side of this. And I think that's where people mes- make their mistake, right? Because most people come in as the consumer, yep. right? Where they're intaking all of this content. And a lot of times they're, they're almost, they're unconscious to what's actually happening to them. Like I'm making you my supporter without you even knowing it. You're just enjoying the content, right? And so, you know, you talked about, you know, kind of being from an older generation before, Social media actually plays its part. And I feel the same way. Like, I'm 35 years old, <laughs> and I got in, you know, that Facebook era. I remember MySpace, but MySpace I wasn't really big into. And that Facebook era when it was just, like, college students. We were yep. sneaking emails in on, the, on that right. platform to kind of be involved with the college students. And I can kind of remember at that point, I was like, oh, okay, getting followers is kind of cool, right? Like, people are paying attention to, like, how you, how many people are following you. Then I was like, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm not doing that, right? And so I kind of fell off. I was like, I'm not even about to do any of this kind of game of popularity. I already had my friends. I already was who I was at my high school, so I didn't care anymore. And then as I was in college is when I realized, oh, the individuals that stuck to, like, making content mm-hmm. were having all of these connections out of college. Yep. And I was like, all these relationships were built online, and I didn't have a lot of those. I had them through sports, but I didn't have them through, like, the online community that was doing other things. And so when it was time to kind of look for new opportunities or, you know, get the job that you're looking for, it was a little bit more difficult. And so that's when my mind shifted. I was like, okay, you have to actually be active on these platforms in order to make these connections. Um, so I, I think to that, though, really what uh, is really good to state is that it's never too late to kind of – partake right. in this yep. you know in these platforms because like you said you were you know trying to vibe for a few minutes while you were out in the military trying to figure out when can i you know get on here just to check some statuses right yep. and so that but that speaks to how powerful the tool is right because i know you had way more important things to do when you were doing that and so i guess i want to pose the question to you again um you know what advice would you give to an older, maybe real estate agent or, you know, someone who's in, in a type of field like that? Because I got my own opinion on real estate agents. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've worked with a few from, you know, you know, basic markets to luxury market agents. And it's like, you know, they never really seem to get ahead. Right. Like when they when especially when it comes to the finance side of things. Right. Yeah. It's like they're always really trying to work really hard. To kind of almost make up for what they didn't get the last month. That's what it always felt like to me. And I was like, oh, man, like, I just want my retainer fee, right? Like, I got to wait till next month to get the retainer fee. I thought you were selling million-dollar homes or I thought you were selling, you know, six or seven homes a month. But it's not really like that. So a lot of it is the image, not necessarily the result. And then I learned, too, like, it's like the 1% that are really doing really good. And that's the individuals that you want to try to do business with. But I also think what is good about that, like especially the the agent side of of real estate, is that the grind, man. Like it shows you. Like if you don't grind, you just don't get it. Yep. And so I, I think a lot of times what is mistaken is that if they if they would put that same effort into what they're doing in their marketing, they would be successful. They yep. would find more opportunity, more deals. And so what would you say to a, a older individual that may be in those in those shoes right now, like today's social media like you you obviously been doing it for a little while so things are different what's the first platform they should go on youtube <laughs> i love it i mean everything you said is is exactly true that the, the old joke is is that you'll never go to a real estate agent's retirement party <laughs> yeah so it just so doesn't true. happen yeah because and why because they're actively prospecting and that's where we you know 
coined the phrase passive prospecting, uh, you know, which we have the book out on that as well. And that's the whole point. That's what I realized through this process. That's the other reason why I had to start over at 41 is because I was always the best salesperson. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the best marketer and I also wasn't the best, uh, leveraged of my time either. And so those were some of the other questions I asked myself during the summer of 2020, which is what went wrong? Why am I at this age, this far in the game, always an amazing salesperson, but I had all these, you know, when I got deployed, uh, you know, that shut down the, the, you know, my, my life at that time, I came back, uh, I came back from Iraq actually with a very bad digestive disease. And that took Mm. me out about eight years later. And at that time that cut me out of my, my, my job at that time as well. And then now this happened a pandemic. So I started looking at these outside forces took me out of the picture and my business stopped. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. So if you can't remove yourself and your business doesn't keep working, then, then you've got a major problem. You'll never retire. You'll never be, uh, you'll, you'll always be running month, month to month, paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. And so uh, as I started to create YouTube videos, what I realized was that the number one thing that people tell me they don't do YouTube is because it takes time and YouTube doesn't take time. It makes you time. And not only does it make you time, it compounds your time. That's good. So the thing is, is I started to look at these back in analytics and I'm looking at watch hours and I'm going, wait a second. You know, I I started to realize I, I am getting a direct return of my investment of time. So somebody says, well, I don't have 30 minutes to make a video. All right. That's what they're telling me. And I say, okay, but if I offered you, uh, 12,000 hours back with your family, your friends, your relatives to go on vacation just for 30 minutes, would you make that trade? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look at one of our videos. It took me 30 minutes to make. It's got 12,000 hours of watch time. <laughs> First of all, that's like a uh, 11,995 uh, profit <laughs> right. on my time right, right. just from a profit standpoint. Yeah. But if you start to divide 24 hours in a day into that 12,000 hours, that's like 1.35 years. Mm-hmm. So that 30 minute investment gave me 1.35 years worth of prospecting <laughs> back. 30 minutes. That's passive prospecting, right? And so we all love the idea of compound interest. It's supposed to be. Uh, one of the the eighth wonder of the world, right? Compound interest. <laughs> well, what if you could compound your time? That's what you're doing through video, especially on YouTube, because one little investment of your time now not only can you as soon as as soon as you invest 30 minutes and that video's been watched 31 minutes, mm-hmm. you've made a one minute profit of your time. Mm-hmm. So immediately you're likely to make a profit. Now, once it starts compounding into hours and hours, and then you can't even turn it off. And imagine if you make a second video and a third video and a fourth video. If you've ever said, I just wish there was more of me. Yeah. We'll make a video video. and then guess what? You got exactly you doing what you have to do. That's why we've been able to scale so quickly in the last two and a half years. You know, we've done 4.3 million in real estate commissions and I got out of production after one house. I haven't even opened a door or showed a home. I haven't even (laughs) written a contract. Now that's mainly because Travis took over that side of the business, but guess what? He hasn't had, he hasn't had to make a video, you know, he's not required. That's not, um, you know, in his job description, you could say with our company, but we wouldn't be here today. Like right now, this is why agents don't go on vacation or they're not actually business owners in general, business owners in general get accused of not being present with their family, right? Whether it's nights, weekends, or on vacation. Why? Because they're usually thinking about the business because it's not operating on its own. It's not lead generating on its own. You know, Warren Buffett says you'll never be rich unless you can make money in your sleep. Mm -hmm. Well, if you, if your business, uh, 
if you can't lead generate in your sleep, you don't have a business, you have a job. So if your lead generation is directly tied to you, you're a pro- that's a problem and you have a job, yeah. you don't have a business. So as soon as you can outsource that, whether that's to a team member or the easiest way to do that for, for really the least amount of money is to do it through video. Mm-hmm. You're out outsourcing your prospecting through video. So you make that initial investment on that side of it. It goes to work for you. It gives you, um, you know, you make a profit on your time. It gives you a compound, but then that's why we've been able to do the business is because my prospecting is not dependent upon me. Yeah. And that's, and that's another thing. Like you talked about that 30 minutes and this is what I always tell people. It's like that 30 minutes will turn into those watch hours, no matter what, especially for YouTube, right? Like just make it and let it sit. It's going to happen for you, right? The people are going to start to view the video. And so what I always find interesting for people when they hesitate for YouTube specifically, because they believe it takes more time is that you're, you're, you're concerned about the time without being concerned about whether or not you're wasting that 30 minutes doing something else. Yeah. Right. Because I can tell you right now, there's that 30 minute lunch you can take. All you got to do is set up a camera and you can talk yeah. while you eat if you, if you want to. Right. Like there's no, it's a no holds bar with how you create the yeah. content. It's just taking the time to really get it out. And so like, and I can tell you like anybody that's listening, Levi walks, uh, he, you know, he walks what he's talking because one of our consultations that we did on one of our calls, um, this may be, you know, a month and a half, two months ago, I go, make your videos longer. And he goes, what do you mean? Why? And so I explained to him the whole strategy behind why you want to make them longer right now for YouTube. And I was like, if you're doing 30 minute videos, try to get to that hour. Right. To somebody else. And you were the only one like in the program that didn't give me pushback on longer content. Right. Like everybody else is like, I don't know where well, I'm going to get the time. That's why I'm in the program. Like, <laughs> so that's where I'm in the program. Gonna, yeah. Right. <laughs> but they're like, where am I going to get the time to do that? I don't have time to sit down with people for an hour and do a podcast or two hours yeah. and do a podcast. I got all this stuff to do in my business. And in my mind, I'm like, you're never going to get out of that. You're never going to get out of that because of the way your mind is like you're you're working backwards rather than reverse yep. engineering and really going, you know, moving in a forward direction. You was like, why? All right, let's do it. All right. And then you started to think of creative ways to make the videos that you were already going to film yep. longer. Right. And that's part of that process. That's part of being creative with your with your processing your systems so that you can scale, you know, long term. 